we've got a nice cold front, a cool front. It's nice and cool outside. Mm-hmm. So we're yep. not dying when we're out there. It is cool. I saw a lot of clouds wearing aviator sunglasses and yep. leather Trucker jackets. Hats. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it's a cool front. They're like hitting, yeah. hitting a jukebox. Yeah. And, uh, get a song to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lady clouds got in the T-Birds. That's right. Clouds yeah. with the glasses. and Got home and then it started raining. So, <laughs> they know it was a cool ride. Yeah. They did say a lot of problematic Words and phrases, but other than that, it was a different time. Pretty cool in the clouds, yeah, yeah, in cool clouds. I think we've kind of lost this metaphor, but <laughs> but welcome to and another talk. It's an offshoot of and another thing. It's where we discuss something very in depth that one of us chooses, and this time it's mine. By the way, <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I'm Vargas. Are you are you discussing? How cool the clouds are when so, they wear sunglasses and le- leather jackets? Cumulus. Yeah. Nice. That's a cloud name. It is. And yeah. that is as far as I got in my research on clouds. So thank you for coming to this Brian <laughs> talk. That's it. Thanks for thanks for listening, people. We we joke a lot on this show. And I hope that we're gonna continue that on this, on this delightful journey through a very light topic. Yeah. Religion. <laughs> Sure. Oh. You know what they say uh, when you're at Thanksgiving with your family. The, uh-huh. the two things that you definitely should bring up to have comfortable conversations yes, absolutely. are politics and religion. So this is going to be nice and light. And I got you. I brought you guys turkey and stuffing. So yeah. I was curious what the deal with that was. Yeah. And why is the turkey wearing a MAGA hat? Yeah. Well, I get into that in the fifth, in oh, the fifth okay. installment. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. sure, sure, sure. Because he's a giant turkey. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, to be crystal clear, this episode is not designed or intended to disparage any religion or any individual who practices their chosen religion. Despite my personal distaste for organized religion, the practices we will be discussing today can only be described as disorganized. And I will pause for laughter. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead and... Yep. I get it. I get it. In fact, many of the things we discuss today aren't the normal things I harp on when it comes to religion. I hope today to take a lighter path that will shed some light on some lesser known facts of religion without tainting anyone's belief, although we will be discussing taints along the way. I was was curious when pedophilia would pop up. I was uh, hoping you would... In the next paragraph, (laughs) actually. I was hoping you would give us pause when you said taint to laugh. I'll do the jokes. Oh. I'll handle the jokes. (laughs) Here. And we'll handle the laughing at them. Yes. Understood. Yes. Don't miss your cue. I will wink vigorously when it's time to laugh. Gotcha. So if you were hoping for an entire episode discussing how pedophilia and human trafficking (laughs) are the largest inherent problems in many of the most practiced religions in the world, look elsewhere. Because on this episode, all you'll get are jokes about Mormon penises. Without any further ado, let's begin with Caparo. You guys are no, either of you. F- it's Capricorn, and yeah. it's a. That's I can't take. <laughs> I can't take Vargas turns along the oh, way. Okay. <laughs> Cap Capra. See, because I almost said Capricorn. That's why I can't. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. your left what hand is, what turns. Is what is it? Well, Capri- dating Caparo. 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 And look, I am probably going to pronounce things incorrectly. How's it Fine. spelled? So everybody can Google it if they want to. Mm-hmm. Sure. K A P P. A R O T. Caparo. Sure. That's how I'm saying it. It's okay. either that or Cap Parrot. Cap Parrot. And I don't think it's that. Well, well now it is. So, <laughs> dating back to 670 AD, Cap Parrot is essentially <laughs> a ritual of atonement 
performed before Yom Kippur, which is known as the Day of Atonement. It is the holiest day of the year to many in the Jewish faith. faith. Traditionally, Yom Kippur is observed with a 25-hour fasting period. Before this period, on the day known as Erev Yom Kippur, which is essentially just Yom Kippur Eve, one last meal is shared by those participating in Yom Kippur. This is where Kaparo comes in. The idea of Kaparo, which again is atonement, is to bring your declared contribution for the feast. And in modern days, this contribution is often money, just used to reimburse or buy things for the feast, uh, but not always and not traditionally. The contribution uh, is then swung over the person's head three times while reciting a short prayer. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're celebrating Yom Kippur, probably pretty straightforward and simple. That is until you learn of the more traditional and still used today contribution, which is a live chicken. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I'll take questions. <laughs> so somebody 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 walks in. You got three families waiting outside to come inside. And it's for for Yom Kippur for, feast. For Yom Kippur feast. Yes, the pre the pre Yom Kippur feast. Yeah, having a good time. Yeah, having a good time. Two of these families pull out $20 bills and wave them over their head three times, and then some dude's like, bok, bok, and swings a chicken around his head? That is exactly how I picture it in my head. <laughs> That's the exact scenario. Uh, you even had the inflection on the bok, bok, correct? Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yes. Men will, men will use roosters, and women, if they are, are doing the swinging, will use hens. Uh now, as a meat eater in America, I am not able to be a preacher on the cruelties of animals as the meat production in the country is anything but ethical. Sure. But the idea of swinging a live chicken around one's head during a ritual of atonement seems as if one is using buckets to scoop water out of the Titanic. You just got more coming in than you're putting out. Well, which, which end are they swinging from? I think that... It never specifies if you're supposed to grab true. it by the head or if you're supposed to grab it by grab the it feet. feet or some other part. Because in fairness, swinging chickens by the neck is a way traditionally to kill a chicken. Yeah. If you do it fast and... Yeah. Uh, but they kill it afterward. Okay. So after the swinging is done, it is still alive. So the intention is to not kill the chicken. So this is probably a, a nice casual swing around the head. It's not to kill the chicken. Yeah, yeah. so that's probably like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know. Although the act itself is ridiculous enough for one to scoff at. The <laughs> scoff. <laughs> scoff, scoff, scoff. The prayer that goes along with it is traditionally re- or that is traditionally recited is what really drives home some of the buffoonery that comes hand in hand with this kind of practice in all religions. Mm-hmm. They all have their crazy practices. Uh, the prayer to be recited while swinging a live chicken over your head is as follows. This is my exchange. This is my substitute. This is my atonement. This rooster will go to its death while I enter and proceed to a good long life and to peace. Which I interpret essentially as that by whipping this bird over my head like Petey Pablo, I have now atoned for all my sins and I can start with a fresh slate. Sure. Because the sins are transferred to yeah, the chicken. I'm giving yeah. my sins to a chicken. Sure. And there's a lot of that in the Old Testament. Yeah. A lot of sacrificing lambs well, yeah. and stuff. And putting, sac- putting your sins sacrificial on things, and, yeah. and it's always been done. But right. normally those lambs were not swung above one's head. No. I would love... That's part of the Scottish Highland Games, I, I, <laughs> if memory serves. Yeah, sheep over the, the bottom. The sheep, the yeah. sheep overhead. Yeah. 
you are thinking of a dream you had. Oh, oh damn yeah. it. <laughs> so that's the end of, of the of K-Parrot. K-Parrot. Capricorn, as we're. And we're going to move on to something we have discussed on the show, Temple Garments. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. So as this practice has been discussed previously on our show, I won't spend too much time on it, and then we'll be kind of scant with the details. But Temple Garments are worn by members of the Church of Latter-day Saints, referred to as LDS, from here on out. In the LDS faith, the temple garments are a set of essentially thick underwear to be worn at all times when not bathing, both day and night, and only after one has participated in what is called the endowment ceremony, which, despite its name, is not a ceremony that presents the size of a man's penis to his religious peers, which I thought it was. Wait, it's not? It's not What did I do? That, don't, <laughs> Brennan, that was something for just Brennan and I. Oh, okay. And we're technically your religious superiors, not your religious oh, peers. Oh, that's sorry, true. Sorry, sorry, very sorry. true. So a few takeaways uh, from the endowment ceremony itself include being taught symbolic gestures, which I presume are just for Mormons to not relieve themselves, but to show themselves when they're undercover or something. It's, it's literally like... Oh, like a secret handshake. Like handshakes or like things that, not like sign language, but like ways to... Secret gestures, like, basically. Like when you see a dude wearing a metal shirt across the room. <laughs> and you give, and him, you the give horns. him the horns. Right. Uh, oh. They also are taught passwords, which they believe are necessary to pass the angels guarding the gates of heaven. Ah, That's pretty cool. Is it? <laughs> dude. If well, you, yeah. Listen, angels are wily. So you, you got to. I'm saying like, secret passwords are cool. Yeah. They're like riddle masters. Yeah. Marcus, what is the password? We know you died in a horrible fire, but please tell us your password. Because they all get separate ones, and they're not allowed to share. I don't know, because I'm not part of the LDS. Mm. It's too long of a... That's not it. Straight to hell. That's not my password? Out. What if that... Shoo away, and then he beats his wings, and you're not allowed to be there anymore. (laughs) Right. He pulls his lever, and you just... The bottom of the cumulus cloud goes out from under your feet. Not very cool, is it? No, but secret passwords are still cool. Once the endowment ceremony has been completed, the member is presented with their temple garments, which serve three main roles to the wearer. First, they serve as a constant reminder of the teachings and vows made in the endowment ceremony, because it's more than just handshakes and passwords. There's a lot that right. goes on. but It's like you're maturing into your faith kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two, much like many crosses or other religious jewelry, they are an outward expression of the faith that you hold within. Uh, and lastly, uh, in his biography, General Authority, which is a title within LDS. General Authority? Exactly. You get it. Uh, General Authority, <laughs> Carlos Assay, was quoted uh, in his biography saying, the garments strengthen the wearer to resist temptation, fend off evil influences, and stand firmly for the right. So essentially he's saying that those temple garments are uh, physical armor sure. and that yeah. it helps you... Yeah, not want to do butt stuff or whatever's against. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. they're getting their butts in a wad. Yeah, no, you know, so. no endowment. <laughs> yeah, well, not not at the ceremony for yeah. sure. Additionally, many wearers have actually stated that they believe the garments protected them from car wrecks, um, f- explosions, things like that. They feel that they would okay. have been more injured. Yeah, how thick are they? Not, I not very thick. Are they? Are the temple garments? Are they Kevlar? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fireproof. <laughs> They're made of asbestos. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but that, uh, those kind of things are why I famously wear two pairs of socks, because it would wow. be essentially the same kind of... In case you're in a car wreck, yeah, and yeah. you don't burn a lot. Just to remind yeah. you of all the promises you made to us. Yeah, I, yeah, I, do I make a lot of... 
promises to you guys? Yeah, you promised me you'd always wear two pairs of socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is true. Uh, I'm going to stick with the LDS for this next little segment here. Uh, have you guys heard of Baptism of the Dead? Yes. Oh, yeah. You this definitely stuff is ha- nuts. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to do a metal band bit or some kind of... Uh, oh, yeah. I saw them live back yeah. in 92 <laughs> with Obituary, I yeah. think. They opened, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's so it is exactly what it sounds like. Dating back to 1840, the baptism of the dead rite can only be performed in dedicated temples within the LDS church. In the faith, one cannot enter the gates of heaven without a baptism. So the baptism of the dead, where a person living is baptized, but the effects of the baptism are then applied to someone who has already passed without the opportunity to have a baptism. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Yeah. I know, I know. It's exactly what it yeah, sounds this like. This all doesn't made up by Joseph Smith, you know, randomly because he would just want to make money. This was this is all true. He read it off the golden tablets. Well, yes, he did. Which are also not made up. Yeah. That he did not make up and no one else saw. I know what you're thinking. I like to picture a man, of course, in his temple garments, because you have to be. If you're there there are strict requirements to get into these heavenly gates. Um but I, much like you earlier, not knowing the password, I like to picture him in his temple garments complaining at the angels. I gave, I gave you the password. We did the handshake. And then the angel said, yes, but water was not dumped on you. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. he argues again because he's a drowned yeah. victim. But I drowned. I, there's exactly. lots of water. He said, you should have fell in a holier river. And then, he just, and then but someone living Asshole. gets water poured on him. And then all of a sudden he's up there in the cloud wet. And now he can go in. Because that's what they believe, how it works. Are you going to talk about all that outrage? So so the LDS, correct me if I'm wrong, if you read about this, but the, the LDS tried to do this with a bunch of celebrities mm-hmm. after they had died. And that caused a lot of outrage in their with their like estates where people would like, oh, Humphrey Bogart? Yeah, he's a Mormon now because we baptized him. Well, they, they, they tried to do it a lot, um, uh, a lot of Holocaust victims yeah, after the fact. That's right. I was trying to think of, I remember the big one was, yeah, the Holocaust. Yeah. yeah and it, uh, it didn't go over well. If you, why? Yeah. If you don't, <laughs> if you can believe it or not. Uh, so that's going to take us away from the LDS and we're going to move on to something that you actually, both of you might've heard of. And it's a whole religion itself because this one is crazy enough to be a whole section. Hey, Vargas, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, do you remember when you said you were dead inside? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, all right. What, uh, what did you mean? Oh, exactly what I said. But I've been crossing the street without looking both ways, because at least when I feel fear, I'm feeling something. Uh... And I ordered some shirts from Hope Clothing KC, so I look great when I do it. Excuse me? Those shirts from HopeClothingKC.com? The ones designed by local Kansas City tattoo artists and that benefit Rosebrooks and Greenworks KC? Yeah, everyone knows that. But what was the other part? Oh, yeah, yeah. So everybody honks and screams at me, so I just scream back, HopeClothingKC.com, since they clearly don't know where I get my threads at. Right. That's the end of that bit, I guess. Uh, visit HopeClothingKC.com and enter promo code DEBATE10 to save an additional 10% on your whole order. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, debate 10 at checkout. Do we need to call somebody or? So it's the Maradonian Church. Have either of you heard of that? No, I don't think so. It's very new and that might be I think part they, of the reason. I think they opened for Baptism of the Dead though. Mm-hmm. 
There we are. Maradona there it Church. is. Now yeah, you're being yeah. predictable and I can understand. Founded on October 30th, 1998. So not, again, not old. Oh, yeah. The Maradonian Church is a religion revolving around Diego Maradona, an Argentine soccer player or football player. Excuse me? Yeah. Interesting. yeah. Oh, I'm going to die. This is probably the longest segment. So buckle up. Okay. It was founded by, oh, and here's some Argentine names, so please forgive me, because I will get these wrong. Nah. It was founded by three men, uh, Hector Campomar, Nailed it. Alejandro Verón, and Hernán Amez. You know what? I'm going to give all those to you. That's <laughs> pretty good. I, you know, first try. <laughs> Didn't go well in dress rehearsal. It was just a bunch of coughs and stutters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to their credit they have a pretty open-ended view on this quote-unquote religion. Alejandro was quoted as saying he is Catholic for his <sighs> rational religion, but his heart and his passion, so the thing that drives a lot of people for religion, was definitely the Iglesia Maradonia, which is just the Church of Maradona. Okay. It is estimated that between 120 and 200,000 people follow the church of maradona i thought you were going to stop at like 150 and 200 people yep hundred thousand. all the immediate family of these people yeah. sure which and, for comparison i'm sorry this is a soccer player like just a dude he's retired but yeah this is like you and brendan the church you founded for patrick mahomes no 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 that's, that's hold on. totally that's, different let's I, not bring that into it we're, we're not talking, talking about, about silly religious yeah. practices oh. right now. this is this is not that's that's serious that's 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 sorry sorry so sorry. up to up to two hundred thousand uh is a is a i would say liberal estimates probably closer to the mid right. one one fifties somewhere in there uh which again for for comparison uh around six hundred thousand people adhere to the rastafari religion and yeah. that one is a legit religion with god with an actual mm-hmm. god and the spaghetti and, monster right not that one. Oh, nope. That one. That's different. That's Pastafarian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rastafari is, is a legit, uh, founded in Jamaica. Uh, the Iglesias Maradonia even has a version of the Ten Commandments, which I will read now. It, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I know, I know, I know. Does this, do they, okay. So he said he was Catholic, but this is something in his heart. This is what he's, that's, this is what his passion is, right? This is a legit. Right. To do, him, to, do they to hold the like services and shit? Okay, so I'll dive into this in a minute. But okay. during my research, the site is actually not online anymore. I had to go to what's called the, the, <laughs> the Internet Archives, basically yeah. the Wayback Machine. Of course, yeah. Uh, and look at the site, and a lot's lost in translation. But the site itself is mm-hmm. just kind of, um, it's not great. It's just like a, I'll get into it. Sure. But it is, they do view it as a practicing religion. I don't think that they like they never say that Maradona is a god. Yeah, they yeah. never do that. They just that. like go to a regular Catholic church and then when they see each yeah. other they're like wink wink. They give the, the, yeah, the hand signal. The hand yeah. Yeah. But again, up to two hundred thousand yeah. people, I guarantee you at least a handful yeah. or a couple thousand of those people do view this as people view Sh- Catholicism and other real yeah, religions. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Quote unquote. If if look, if you are part of the church of the uh, not the Mandalorian, but if you are part of the Maradonian church, that's fine. Send us an email but and please, please tell inform us. me. Yes. Uh, so again, their version of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. One, and it's not written fun. It's not written like thou shalt. So I'm just going to. So one, the ball is never soiled. They do mean the football, not the temple garment balls. Uh. Two, love football 
above all else. So, center of the religion. I'm guessing, yeah, it's soccer. It's big. sounds like a big deal. Yeah. So far. <laughs> Three, declare unconditional love for Diego and the beauty of football. Oh, boy. So, if you love something, you can't love it more than yeah, Diego. Than much Diego. like you can't love something more than, or you're, you're not supposed to love something more than sure. your love for the Lord. Oh, boy. Four, defend the Argentina shirt. So, the soccer jerseys, football uh, jerseys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Five, spread the news of Diego's miracles throughout the universe. And look, Diego Maradona, hell of an athlete, hell of a soccer player. Yeah, great, player. great soccer player. He's retired. And to my knowledge, he didn't perform any actual miracles. He might have had some allegedly, miraculous plays. Allegedly. Maybe he turned a point into two points. Who knows? Water into wine, that kind of thing. Six, honor the temples where he played and his sacred shirts. So again, each field or each pitch is sort of like a temple to these yeah. people, to these followers. And you must honor them and treat them as such. Seven, do not proclaim Diego as a member of any single team. Diego is all teams. He's, I believe, I believe what this means. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm interpreting it as he mm-hmm. is Argentina's team oh. or Argentina's player. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so he's not any part of any of the teams yes. in there. He yeah, is, like the Cowboys are America's team. Diego yes. is Argen- Argentina's is, yes. team. So Tony Romo is America's team's quarterback. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Eight. Preach and spread the principles of the, of the Iglesias Maradonia. So spread the word of our boy. Yeah. Spread the word of soccer or football. Yeah. Nine. Make Diego your... Okay. Nine. Make Diego your middle name and name your first son Diego. And this was 100% adhered to by some members. There are a lot of Diegos in Argentina. Yeah. Because of this church. I did not bother to look up the correlation, like how many are actually because of the church. What's the percentage of Diego to (laughs) non-Diego? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, how big is Argentina? And 10, the last one, don't live estranged from reality and don't be useless. So, despite everything they're trying to tell you, they want you to not be a part, or they they don't want this religion to take over your life and for you to, to... Give up your job and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So real fast, the Argent Argentina's population is forty, almost forty five million. Okay, people. So that, that's quite a bit of people. Okay, <laughs> so this guy who, just upon a cursory Google search, some people regard him as literally one of the best soccer players that ever played the game. Yes, Shh, fine. And I know that in you know Central South America, Europe, things like that, soccer is a gigantic deal, right? Very much. Um. And to remind me, did he create this or did people no, no. create Three this? Three fans created this in 1998. For him. So he did not say, this is my thing. No. Did, has to my he, knowledge. Has he come out and said knowledge, anything? Really I haven't this? found any. Ken. Not a lot of. <laughs> there's like three articles on it in like major news sources, yeah. quote unquote. Well, you know. And what, then the site itself, which I'll get into here in just a second. Yeah. Go ahead. What I'll say is, re, listening to those Ten Commandments. Yeah. It. <laughs> Pretty much sounds like everyone from New England or Texas, right? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. You, you talk shit about football, we'll kill you. Yes. You talk shit about Tom Brady, mm-hmm. we'll kill you. Right? Like, it doesn't sound like 
but they're not spreading violence. They're sp- right. they're trying to spread how good of a person, yeah, and player, yeah, sure, all that stuff, yeah. But they, but take that's it not the American way. The next level. No, we have to threaten people. Yeah, and Argentina's south of us, and we famously are not fans of people who are south of us. Yeah, that's true. We, not not us, not the Kansas City podcast. Yeah, not not the Kansas City podcast. We love all people and all things, um, except for Nazis and people who play odd job. That's right on, on Goldeneye. I'm still wrapping my mind around this whole thing. It was I, a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I encourage everyone to, for all of these. If you find any of them interesting, yeah, do a little research because a lot of them is fascinating. Again, this is under an hour show. I don't have time to. I, I'd be so interested if like. You know, because it sounds like, yeah, sure, three guys, three fans who love this football, this football soccer player created this thing just to be like, this guy is the fucking best. We love him. Like, let's just spread some positivity. Great. But then how it morphed into like this 100,000 people thing. It's and the like, changing the names. That's yeah. where it's like it takes a turn. From I, like, I assume uh, it's not changing. It's just adding to you yeah, know for yeah. a four name. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I know Andrew Donald Diego Vargas. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Double D Vargas, you know? That's, That's right. what they already call it. That's what they already get it, yeah. So, okay. This last bit of information I find very uh, very interesting, uh-huh. and this is, a, you can go to this site. Again, you have to use Internet Archives, um, but the site is no longer alive, so it's iglesiasmaradonia.com.ar for Argentina. Uh, it mostly seems... Like the Zanga page. Do you guys remember Zanga? Hell yeah. yeah does it, it has little flying toaster and the dancing so, baby. But basically just <laughs> a blog. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, nothing, not nice looking, right? Yeah, black background, green text. But the Zanga page of a horny teenage soccer fan. Because there are posts on there about that somehow, that, okay, some of it may have been, I had to translate it. It's all in Spanish. Can't. I can't read full paragraphs of Spanish, especially colloquial things, so I translated it on the Google C, machine. C, C, C. And, no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it, they talk about Argentine porn. They talk about the sexiest coaches and all this stuff, but then they, it's like still wrapped around Diego Maradona somehow. It's very strange, and it, it, I, don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I encourage you to use the Wayback Machine and go look at it. It's very interesting. Uh, and there's a lot there. This whole religion is a lot. Um, they have a Twitter. I think. Oh, they're still retweeting things as of like last month. It's I'd still. I mean, it's not like it was around for six months and then died. It is currently yeah, a religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they only have 2000 some followers on Twitter, but that is because. It's Twitter, and I assume that a lot of people who are part do, of this religion are not on Twitter. Do they have the blue check mark? Uh, no. Mm, I know. Dubious at best. No blue check mark. So that brings us to our last practice. Our last. We're not done. The soccer religion I wasn't know. the. <laughs> so, I know. So I will say, like with this guy Maradona, like he did have like uh, a big thing where in the 1986 World Cup, it sounds like. Hit a miraculous play where he scored a goal that like was nuts and crazy and blew like blew up Argentina in the World Cup. Uh, he also has survived heart attacks, drug addiction, and dealings with like a cartel. Um, and people basically, they it sounds like they they believe that he has a lot of parallels to Jesus Christ himself. Sure, I mean it's so. yeah, that sounds like Matt Damon should play him in a movie. Yes, a hundred percent. Is it your own really? I mean, he didn't lead the Chiefs 
to you know break a 50 year drought you right, know what i mean right. so for this last one i saved the what i think the best for last but it is the shortest of the bunch okay i do think it's going to blow both of your minds unless you've heard of it then you'll already already know it so in india near the city of sholapur probably got that wrong let's move past it sure there's a muslim temple or shrine named baba umar durga I definitely got that wrong, but you get the idea. There's well, a named temple like there. near a city in India. A practice that is estimated to be around 700 years old takes place at this temple. Would either of you like to perform what kind of religious practices performed at this temple that has been around for 700 years? You don't have to, because I gave you nothing to go on. Did you say, do I want to guess? Or gave it a shot? Is it, don't perform it, please. Don't perform okay. it. But you can guess what it is. Like human sacrifice or some type of sacrifice? Is it the rat temple? I've seen the rat temple. I don't know what that is, so no. And it's not sacrifice. Well, damn it. A platform roughly 50 feet high towers over a crowd. Directly below the platform, a group of individuals hold a large piece of cloth similar to a tarp. And that's it? That sounds so nice. That sounds very nice. Good, Good for them. That cloth is used to stop the fall of babies thrown from that 50 foot platform. Oh, um, the origins of this are unconfirmed, but the the prevailing tale is that a spiritual guide advised a town whose babies were dying from disease to drop their infants from the rooftops as a show of trust in the Lord. Most of these people, okay. most of these people listened and did that, and after they dropped their babies, they were cured. The babies were cured of the disease. It oh. is unclear yeah. if these babies were cured of the disease because they died from falling 50 feet to the ground. But to this day, this practice is actually rarely performed. It is a way of securing good health and luck and good news. There have been no injuries or deaths reported from this practice. But as I saw, Brennan just pulled up a, a screenshot of things. I watched a few of these. Yeah. It sounds horrifying. When, when you say baby, <laughs> I mean baby. I mean, I mean, give me ages here. One to two, six months to two. Okay, yeah, that's too. That's too. That's like too the, young. The children don't look like they're having. A they good don't want to go. They yeah. don't want to go. And then we see the the this picture of the yeah. people. With, it look looks like just a blanket. <laughs> yeah. So again, no babies have been killed or injured this way. Have been reported killed or injured this way. Yeah, why would you report it if they had? But it is one of the strangest, and it's not affiliated with any sect of... Yeah, it's just like like a a, town thing. Like a tradition custom. Yeah, and because uh, the article, one of the articles I read was actually talking about how a Muslim man dropped it to like uh, people practicing Hindu and something else that were holding the the tarp. So it's not, it's, it sounds like it's more of a regional thing. Yeah, yeah. Than a, uh, a religious specific practice but i encourage you all to go watch it watch a video on it because it's very insane and you need to know and again i'm not decrying any of these at least they catch the babies i guess right yeah, I, I think that's the positive you can take from this but don't drop someone them. actually catches the, the children yeah but again <laughs> i tried to keep this light I tried to keep it fun yeah temple garments are always fun <laughs> yeah uh the darkest one is probably the swinging the chicken around yeah, it's a little, I mean, they're all a little, I'll say traditionally strange, but you know what? 
who who are we to judge? And again, that disclaimer at the beginning. I'm not here to disparage anyone who practices yeah. religion or anyone even who practices any of these. That I worked with uh, plenty of people of the Church of Latter Day Saints. They had one in each department at the grocery store. Yeah, they're nice people. Well, well, okay. they can be. I'm sure they're some of them are supposed to be. So, thank you guys for coming to my Brian talk. I hope it didn't take too much out of you. And I can't wait to show you guys these baby videos. Yeah, we're gonna Google that immediately. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for talking to us about this stuff. Uh, I, I'm Yom Kippur comes up next year because we missed it this year because it occurs before Passover. Um, I'm gonna be sure to grab a chicken. So yeah, I'm just gonna give you like twenty bucks for the. For so the I didn't. Dinner. I didn't include it because I didn't want to bring down the mood. Uh huh. Again, so these are all practice today. Like these aren't like yeah. far. That's that's one of the things that I wanted to make sure it was. It was things that are happening today. Right. One one of the um, uh, people of the Jewish faith that was getting ready to hold a very large, very large. Yeah, we don't drop that hard J. I yeah, like nah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Yom Kippur uh, Eve mm-hmm. fest uh, feast. Something happened with the truck that they were pulling, and it was like raining and everything. So he just left a bunch like dozens of chickens in this truck and just abandoned the truck mm-hmm. and was brought charges from uh, the animal cruelty. Is it ask, ask pa? It's not, it wasn't PETA cause PETA can go fuck itself. ASCPA. Yeah. 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 Uh, they brought charges against them because a few of the chickens died and the rest were like starving and stuff. Cause he just abandoned yeah, yeah. the truck and never came back. Right. Um, so even though they were going to kill them for the feast, you can't torture the animals before right, you right. kill them. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and again, as a meat eater, I can't be on my soapbox. That's why you didn't hear me go get it. Yeah, yeah. But it's some of the some of the examples in these get kind of dark, and I wanted to leave that out and just save it for the end of the show to leave that sour taste yeah, in your mouth course. that we go of for. Course. We shouldn't torture animals. Yeah, oh, I'll boy. say that's a hard stance. That's too. a pretty good stance. It's our third we, one. We should. I think we only one? get five. No torture. <laughs> well, hold I guess on. The podcast rules. Do people count as animals? I mean, yeah, we are basically. Yeah. See, I want to torture people. Oh, <laughs> well. Okay. So we cut that hard stance out. We only have two. We're down. Back down. Back to down two. Down that, two. That leaves us wide open, though. Three more. Because I guess Marcus uh, has a weird double life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Again, thank you so much for that. Uh, there are fascinating religious traditions and customs and beliefs and things like that out there. Some good and some things that don't harm and are the people. Some that very much do bring harm and terrible things to people. Uh, don't participate in those. Please don't. It's very bad. We Wear all the temple garments you want. Yeah. Um, hey, if someone dies and you're like, hey, we could baptize them. Go, you know. Yeah. As long as you're not doing anything bad with a body, go nuts. Yeah, that's a big that one. That is a federal crime if you are <laughs> messing with a dead body. Also, people don't like it. <laughs> yeah. They tend to frown on that. They do. Uh, also, as a quick side note, they not only did all the, a lot of Holocaust children, including Anne Frank, uh-huh. but also Hitler. Um, yeah. They, they did baptize well, they the all, Because if he would have been baptized, it exactly. would have been it fine. It would have saved everything. So, uh, if he would have been baptized, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. That's what you just said. Yeah. Well, that's what they think. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was essentially their reasoning. Yeah. yeah. LDS. That's a quote from LDS. Take that on them, not me, who's just repeating a quote. Brian is not Mr. LDS. Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> it's wrapped. It's ready to be opened by the listeners, so we hope you enjoyed it. Hope you ripped it open, just like Christmas morning or, or, or Yom Kippur Eve. 
take take this episode, swing it over swing your head three your times. Head. Uh Look Look out next month. We'll have a similar thing. We never really scheduled the exact date they come on, but about once a month we'll do our, our kind of deep dive topics. So next month, if you if you like that, we'll see where we'll see where I believe Brendan takes us on his journey. Yeah, we'll see. All the way back to Brendan again? Yeah, bro. <gasps> it's a boomerang. It's not a it's not a whatever the opposite. Yo yo. I don't know. Yeah, nice. Nailed. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> and then of course you know bi monthly on Mondays. Debates on tap. That's the flagship, and every Friday, and another thing. That's the all uh, the, the destroyer. Smaller. Yes, the destroyer. Correct. And then on the fifteenth of this month, uh, we'll have the NFL West podcast out. That's so. like the the Air the Force 16th, jet sorry. that's on the aircraft yeah, carrier. Yeah, we're getting ready to wave out of the yeah yeah to go. So. so please tune in to all those. You know, let us know what you want to hear about, what you like, what yeah. you don't like. Don't say us because we're fragile. And that, let us know by emailing us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, debates on tab. Find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Uh, debate, yeah, that's it. Yeah, debates on pictures. Yes. You got yep, it. Yep, you nailed it. I don't know. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>